0: What's up, bitches? Boop boop skidoo, we're finishing up season
1: two. That's right, and as season two is coming to a close, we're getting ready to put together our season two wrap-up episode that will air after our break and before we start diving into season three. For this episode, we would love it if you would send us your questions, comments, or concerns about the pretty dumb little liars that we've been talking about for the last two seasons.
0: You can submit your thoughts via Instagram, Twitter, or Facebook at APLL podcast or send us an email at a pretty little liars podcast at gmail.com if you send us a message let us know if you'd like us to include your name and where you're listening from if you're comfortable with that
1: if you would like your submission included in our wrap-up episode we need to receive them no later than December 31st 2021
0: thanks for listening and we can't wait to hear your responses <laughs>
1: A podcast, to Pretty Little Liars podcast, where we're watching and discussing every episode of Pretty Little Liars one at a time, spoiler free. My name is Emily.
0: I'm Kelly. And I'm Addie. Emily and Kelly have seen all of Pretty Little Liars. And Addie is experiencing the show for the first time. This week, we're discussing season two, episode 17, Blonde Leading the Blind. This episode was written by Charlie Craig and directed by Arlene Sanford. Blonde Leading the Blind originally aired on January 23rd, 2012.
1: And this is the one where the best way to get to someone is through the people they love. And A knows this better than anyone. Aria, Emily, Hannah, and Spencer have had to sacrifice a lot at the gloved hands of A, especially when it comes to love. Ooh. I'm so glad that they named
0: each of the girls, as opposed to just saying the girls. Like, let me give you each and every one of their names. (laughs) I've noticed they do that a lot. Anyway, last week, Addie's predictions included the Hastings' parents are dirty lawyers. (laughs) Lucas is (laughs) lying about his gambling debts. Do not trust. (laughs) Hannah is the only blonde on the show except Allie, who is dead. (laughs) Hannah tells the truth and does something good and leads them in the right direction. Hannah-centric. Caleb put earthworms in the sandwich. (laughs) Oh, man. I forgot about the earthworms. Previously on Pretty Little Liars. It's my turn to torture you. The doll is in the box with the note. They got A's phone. N-A-T club. We see all... (laughs) Mona got dumped. <laughs> Holden and Arya are doing a sneaky Spencer Mrs. Toby. Hannah's not alright.
1: Yeah. <laughs> and that was basically it. And then we jumped really like right into it. This episode was like hit the ground running and didn't stop the whole time. Yeah. A lot happened.
0: I had a lot of like ugh, Or I just wrote ugh a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, most of my notes are angry.
1: I wrote a lot of things in all caps this week which I haven't done in a while.
0: There were some a lot of great fashion choices this episode. Dude. And the music, I want to say like whoever scored it this week like it was really like going with the mood with everything. Like there were this moments episode? where it was tense. Really
1: well done. Yeah. Hi. My girl Wendy and my friend Maya. the only thing i wasn't a fan of is mona's hat with her red jacket towards the end but like obsessed with her red like peacoat thing that she had going on the brown the brown hat wasn't doing it for me most of the time hats aren't it when she's like dramatically looking in the window at Pinole and jenna No I had I was like I can't tell who that is, but I (laughs) I guess it was Canole. Don't write "Noel" on anything. I write Canole. I spell him. I spell his name K N O W L E. Yeah, that's who he is forever. I did. I did guess Canole. Canole for life.
0: My prediction this episode, when Mona like went up and you know returned the necklace to him. And they were like saying, "Oh, he's probably with someone else." And I was like, mm, "Watch him be with Jenna." And then
1: I was like, "Yes, it is
0: Jenna." I thought Jenna was also real evil. This episode, real mouthy. Yeah,
1: yeah. Jenna. Jenna was a lot too. to handle. Um, but also like Mona going up and being this like. I'm a tough girl. This breakup didn't hurt me. Here's your stupid necklace back. And then he throws it in the trash and she just like breaks down. I felt really bad for Mona and I'm very angry at myself for yeah, feeling that way and because they, I do not like Mona. And it
0: was actually like a really touching moment with Hannah and Mona in the bathroom. Like It was really sweet between them. Mm-hmm. But then if you look at it, you're like, hey, it's Mona. But I could still feel yeah. bad for her in that moment
1: i felt yeah, really like, bad
0: really it's like bad. the moment
1: that they humanized jenna with aria in the pottery class
0: and then they brought it all back to the ground in this episode with jenna
1: yeah well and that's the thing is it's like okay so this is a 16 year old girl that got blinded and is not handling trauma well but also she's like the, the like, abusive and, like, manipulative way that she's talking to Toby when you know that she was, like, sexually assaulting him makes it a little gonna harder, Like makes it a little harder to feel bad because she was being awful before she was blinded. So, it's like, you can't chalk up her being abusive to Toby totally to her trauma. It's, it's just... She needs therapy. Everybody in this show needs therapy. Everybody in the world needs therapy. I ship it. It's true. Everyone does need, need therapy. Talk to an impartial third party. It's good for you. Yeah. Um, so we start at Spencer's house and I like, uh, sometimes I don't like exposition, but I did like the way that they were like, uh, Emily says something like, I passed your mom on the way in. Um, so then they didn't have to bring Spencer's. Mom we just got to explain episode.
0: how the parents aren't here. Her parents, yeah, Toby's but, parents. Maybe they're all on vacation together because they're dirty lawyers.
1: Yeah, there you go. Um, but I like the You're idea putting it down. That <laughs> all the parents went on vacation except for Ella.
0: Well, they got to keep Arya uh, on and a Mama tight Marin. leash.
1: Mama Marin was there.
0: Well, Mama Marin's a working lady.
1: Yeah. Um, and then. Uh, one of them says something about Officer Garrett in the greenhouse with the cell phone, and that made me giggle. <laughs> um, also, it's odd to me that these videos that they're in uh, are unencrypting this episode just like happen to be on A's phone, I right? Know.
0: And it's like it doesn't
1: make sense that A would just be carrying around those unless, videos. like,
0: A is just has blackmail on everybody. But then I'm like, what's the motive other than just pure chaos?
1: Yeah, because the alley video, the like, I know you want to kiss me one that we've already seen. That one was only sent via computer. And then it was projected in the the
0: graveyard.
1: Um, the graveyard. So why is that one on Ace phone other than to be like, oh, yes, this must be Ace phone because they have the same video. Right. It feels then- very easy. Yeah, it was super strange. Easy
0: A. (gasps) Crossover (laughs) event.
1: (laughs) So, uh, Ian's hiding the weird camera in Allie's bedroom, Mm -hmm. um, which is fucking creepy. And then they have this impromptu NAT club meeting in Allie's bedroom. And my biggest complaint is why did they invite Jenna to search Allie's bedroom. Yes. Like Garrett We're had out. to go to Philly to break Jenna out of her blind rehab center, to drive her back to Rosewood to do a task that she cannot participate in.
0: I also thought because kind of the camera wanted to include her. Hey, he's you know? got to drag them all down.
1: Um, nice. The camera that Ian was him.
0: recording on is huge.
1: So and he's, I like, was covered like, in stuffed animals. That's or what something? I was like, I
0: how is that hidden? But then when they do the reveal later and Garrett sees the video camera, I'm like, it seems pretty obvious that that video camera was like visible the whole time.
1: Yeah. <laughs>
0: like it's just that was a huge camcorder. Yeah. Um... And it looked like one of those little like VHS camcorders. It could have had a micro SD card.
1: It would have been too old. It would have been like one of the smaller little Oh yeah, not
0: a micro, but a normal SD card. Oh gosh
1: Yeah, it would have be, it would have either been a normal SD card or like the smaller videotape things,
0: which would have been laborious but... for a to get that onto a computer onto a phone.
1: Yeah, it would have been a lot of work. A hey, must a- be tech savvy.
0: A hides in the trees in the graveyard, so and we'll give the morgue for A.
1: hours and hours and hours. A clearly has committed. no
0: life. Yeah, um, A
1: is super committed to the bit. Um also uh the talking about technology reminded me of this. Ezra's little iPhone, like first generation iPhone. So cute. Wow, brought back memories, guys. I was like, wow, I
0: forgot that color scheme until i was the color
1: scheme and like the notification oh man flashbacks um so they're like frantically searching around Allie's bedroom and then we get the theme song and then we find out or they're watching the video of them frantically searching Allie's bedroom and then we find out after the theme song that spencer got a uh, a message from A about her making out in the truck with Toby that was in the previously on.
0: Ooh. I gotta say, uh, Toby's jacket was really great when uh, he was talking to Spencer by the truck. Group, nice jacket it was like maroon fur. Or not fur, yeah. but like the fuzzy inside.
1: Yeah. And then uh, Emily and Toby have a weird dramatic window conversation um where he oh, straight will- up could see Spencer in the room let's be real I liked yeah. um
0: I liked how um he asked Emily if she could tell him anything and he she was like I don't want to get in between you two and he's like it's definitely not something like about the two of us like there's something yeah. else I was like good insight Toby
1: yeah like he knows they're all being shady as fuck
0: I'm just uh, sad at how it was handled for Toby, like, ugh, through I the mean, whole episode, so and especially so the ending. I was like, we got Sad Boy Toby back.
1: He's such a good noodle. Leave my good noodle alone. I, would, uh, I just I didn't like,
0: like Spencer this episode. Yeah. Like, she can't. Um, I do like Emily him. and
1: Toby as friends, though. I like. Oh, yeah. I really like this show. When they put together like good friend moments. Like I I really enjoyed the Hannah and Mona stuff.
0: Yeah, it was good. Aside from even last week, Hannah
1: being a little dense yeah. at times and like saying the wrong thing. Like I really like when they have like solid friend moments. Yeah. Yeah. And same with I think last
0: week's episode with Spencer and Mona. Like it was they're very genuine like moments. Mm-hmm. And then we get the big drama oh and let's see um then aria is venting that she gave ezra time and all i wrote was omg you did not give him time like he's an adult And i was like you're gonna ruin- I have that same yeah. note oh, i said like- you did not give him time you've been hounding him also it's good he's not talking to you he's a grown-up
1: in all caps you did not give him time her definition of time is she showed up at the date that they were supposed to fucking go on (laughs) with another boy and then he snuck out 10 minutes in that is not time (laughs) but it's also like aria Aria.
0: besides her quote-unquote relationship with Ezra, like, she's had, like, a good head on her shoulder. Like, she's been able to, like, read people and do, you know, think things through. But this, I was like, man, you have no sense here. Like, you're just being obsessive and you're not thinking big picture that, like, your dad is ready to ruin Ezra's life for Ezra Mm -hmm. dating the daughter. Like, think about that for a moment and then i like yeah. i liked when she went over to holden and like talked about going on the date but i was like i want to know what holden's angle is what- i know, i want
1: to know what holden's deal is also um i like the the friend aspect of being like well obviously he's gay because you you're hot enough that any boy would want to make out with you and he must not like girls. <laughs> but I don't like the assumption that he's gay just because he doesn't want to date someone he's known since preschool, you know?
0: Yeah. I like that her so friends like, think she's she's votable, but Yeah. I feel like that that wouldn't fly if they tried to like make that now
1: on TV. Right. Like, like I am pro women supporting women. But the way that they do it could have been done better. I don't remember what his secret is, though, and it's making me really mad. (laughs) I also don't
0: remember what his secret is. My prediction for what his secret may be. Is Holden Holden selling drugs or something? Maybe he's a hooker. I do not remember. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know what I think mine is. And then I like how um, Caleb is, of course, working on the video right in front of Garrett yeah yeah. an idiot. and i'm like Like, go to the library don't do it fucking at a coffee shop he's brought up clearly that it's a stolen phone so why would he be doing the shady stuff in public he's
1: smarter than this he also acts like he didn't previously see garrett um in the first part of the video that he sent the girls Yeah. Garrett and Jenna and Ian were clearly in the first portion of the video. So like, I feel like as soon as Garrett sat down in front of him at the cafe, I would have been like, close your laptop and leave. Bye. So yeah, that was that was very dumb. I feel like Caleb is better at being sneaky than any of the rest of them. And he's still kind of bad at it.
0: And I like how Garrett brought up, you know, when he calls out, to Caleb because Caleb forgot his keys and then like Garrett's interaction of just straight up word vomit of like oh and sometimes you forget if you drive somewhere yeah. I'm like me me in public <laughs> I was like just making the situation more awkward and just being straight up weird
1: yeah that was very uncomfortable it's almost like they wanted it to seem like maybe Garrett knew what was on Toby's computer or on Caleb's computer but maybe he didn't maybe yeah. he's just a fucking weirdo Which is probably the answer, let's... Every note I have about Garrett in here just says, Garrett is a weirdo. (laughs) Um,
0: I just wrote, OMG, Garrett is strange.
1: I wrote Garrett's weird (laughs) as shit. Um, Also, they're looking at all the stuff on the bed in the next scene. And I wrote, rip the head off the doll. And then the head just, just like, pops off.
0: off. (laughs) And I recall... Or in, when we were in the Halloween episode or whatever, Allison like shoved that note into the baby, like deep. Cause I remember thinking, I'm like, you're never gonna be able to pull that note out of there. Yeah. I don't remember it like having that huge compartment type thing.
1: I think the, I think there was, there was more than one note shoved in. Yeah. But they all just kind of fell out and it seemed like they would have like, Expanded and been like yeah, stuck it seemed on the inside and it also
0: head. it seemed like she popped the doll head off versus like this, like hinge contraption that was on it. But either way, it was funny. And then when I knew, when I saw we were going back into the flashback, I was like, yes, bring back this horrible Lady Gaga wig, horrible, oh, the
1: worst Lady Gaga wig in the history of wigs. It lo- at least oh, it, looked this, it looked better.
0: This it looked better arguably in this episode that it did in the halloween episode
1: what well, i'm wondering if they filmed them separate or if they filmed i think them, they would have i feel like they it would have been more cost effective to have filmed them at the same time
0: yeah but it was like like ali's wig like just looked well i, I don't know i was
1: bad uh i also i don't we didn't really talk about it because we had Zach on um and so we were just kind of like it, chaos ensued because we had a guest <laughs> and we love our friend um but we didn't really t- like talk about the fact that Emily's Halloween costume is like not okay oh no
0: we did talk about it did yeah, we? Okay. Think yeah, we yeah did. I
1: I drank a little bit more than normal because we had this friend <laughs> yeah, because we had a friend and it's been a few weeks. Oh yeah, so no, we didn't talked about we that talked about it. Okay. Yeah. But it just it jogged my memory my memory. I was like, oh <laughs> yeah, that was that did not age well. Yeah.
0: And then Lady uh,
1: Gaga is a funny costume that aged okay. Uh and her bad wig just makes me laugh every time I see it. Oh and, man, it's um, a bad wig. Also, who thinks that back alleys are the best way to get home? And also, are there Spider even man? back
0: alleys in Rosewood?
1: Yeah. Are there, are <laughs> there, there alleys in Rosewood?
0: We, um, I was confused when Allie saw the note on, like, the stabbed pumpkin, and the girls were like, well, we're going to go home, and I'm like, those are weird friends, and then Allie was like, I realized the prank went a little far, and I was like, oh, wait, never mind, the girls had 100%. I'm like, they shouldn't have even walked her home. Yeah. <laughs> But Uh, when I saw the knife and the pumpkin, the thought that crossed my mind was knives are expensive. Why are you just leaving them around in people's (laughs) homes? And it looked like one of those like legitimate hunting knives or and I can't imagine those are cheap. Yeah. How much did that one knife cost you that looked like the hunting knife or whatever? The one with the hook on the back? Or the one, the big one? Not the huge one. It had a little, like, thing you put it in. Uh, that was like a $150 knife. Okay, Corey said... Cool, so Corey's corner. <laughs> Corey's corner. <laughs> Is that, that knife, if I think, if I'm putting the knives together correctly, it was about $150.
1: An expensive prank. That's, yeah. yeah, that's an expensive ass knife to leave just like a threatening note, right? In a pumpkin.
0: For perspective, like pumpkin would you take that knife and like, like stab a pumpkin
1: come and leave it knife. at
0: someone's house with a threatening note on it? Or would you like tape that note? You wouldn't leave a hundred and fifty dollar knife. Evidence of my fucking crimes. <laughs> he said he doesn't leave evidence of his crimes. <laughs> <laughs> but again, I. A clearly money's not an issue for A,
1: obviously. Um,
0: obviously,
1: obviously. <laughs> um, but then I, I did like the reveal of the like note being just slightly folded enough that like the A flipped down on the back yeah. of the no con invitation. I think they did a good job with that. It was a little like corny in the sense that like. It's it like the timing that they laid it out at was like oh of course the A is folded under the thing, but it seemed believable rather than like unrealistic and like stupid.
0: Yeah, I was glad that they figured that one out, but still, yeah.
1: I think uh. it's interesting that that's the only note that A signed of the of the notes that were in the doll head but I liked the dramatics of like all of these threatening notes and then <gasps> it's a
0: yes
1: um my see. next
0: note is just ugh Mona
1: <laughs> yeah I felt bad for Mona but then like Mona seemed a little bit dead or not Mona Hannah seemed a little bit dense um I don't remember what exactly she said to Mona
0: oh it was something she was like You're, like, the worst person to be around right now. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I knew exactly what she was trying to say, but, like, it it really came. Well, the other thing, because initially when Hannah came up to Mona in the hallway, and Mona's like, I thought you were my friend. Like, I've been calling you for days. And I'm like, Mona, you're an absolute jerk to Hannah all the time. And, like, Hannah was fine with being mad at you. Like, there was, it was okay for Hannah to not want to talk to you. That's where I got annoyed.
1: Yeah, that it was that, but that was, that's what it was, is Mona said, I thought we were friends, and she says, you and Noel? Like, he doesn't know how to be friends. It was like, Hannah, obviously she's yeah. talking about you, and the, like, the way that they made it seem is that, like, Hannah was genuinely like, you thought you and Noel were friends? <laughs> and it's like, Hannah...
0: Yeah, but then Obviously it was a sweet, about you. it was like a nice friend moment in the bathroom, and then comes Jenna lurking.
1: Hiding in the stall. And I
0: liked how that angle was felt, like, the way the camera was set on, um, like, an angle. So, you know, on, it, the, ar-
1: on the doors, yeah. it was. Like- you
0: already get that, like, very uneasy feeling just from the it way was it was uncom- set up on her like face.
1: Slightly uncomfortable.
0: And then awesome. we get Miss Arya i Colling love this black and white dress in, another shout out for school. her fashion
1: oh, the the wardrobe in this show in this episode specifically oh yeah fairly on point
0: unlike Beautiful. today's instagram post of oh, the outfit i hated yeah. of
1: spencer <laughs> spencer's doc martens with her weird tights from 2012 <laughs> Um, I think it's still technically supposed to be 2010 in the show. Yeah, I don't know. If anybody can confirm this, like, timeline for us, I'd love that, too. I'd say maybe it's 20...
0: I'd say it's maybe 2011. Well,
1: because the show started in the 20... In fall 2010. 2010. But then we've we've
0: already had Halloween and winter, so I'm assuming it's 2011. We haven't had
1: winter yet. No, we we just had
0: had had winter?
1: We just had Halloween at the mid-season break of episode thirteen. Yeah, but we haven't had it... Christmas yet.
0: Wait, so you're telling me that two seasons is less than we three months made together? It to
1: Thanksgiving yet necessarily?
0: Oh god, yeah, yeah, you're right. I forgot because. All right, anyway. <laughs> Sorry,
1: yeah, this timeline is jacked, and someone what? needs to explain it to me, please.
0: But Aria is calling on Emily's phone and i immediately for
1: obvious reasons
0: she states <laughs> yeah. that it's and then i love reasons.
1: i didn't realize they hadn't like officially broken up
0: yeah like well, i, I mean... thought they had
1: like i didn't realize that they were still like i thought they had just officially broken ties i didn't realize that they were still trying
0: i i mean he's not trying it doesn't feel like he's trying clearly i think after byron showed up and was like I will ruin your life. We both made mistakes. Your mistake is worse. I will kill you.
1: (laughs) Right. Well, and that's the thing is it felt like, okay, this is done. Like, they're not trying anymore. They're cooling it. Well, that's why I said I
0: don't think Arya. I don't think Arya picked up that memo of, like...
1: She wasn't picking up what he was putting down. She did not smell what he was stepping in.
0: Despite Dad being, like... I will kill him and ruin his life for what he's done. And Arya's is like, well, where's my boyfriend?
1: <laughs> she didn't know what he means. Yeah. she like... Ugh. Ugh.
0: And then I was like, damn, you want to go all the way down to Rittenhouse Square to meet up? I'm like, that's real far. Yeah. That's really far. And then I also complained. I was like, they drove all the way into Philadelphia to get pizza to get pizza and it didn't
1: even look like a nice pizza place (laughs) like i was like driving into philly's opinion. yeah it had it had sentimental value she wasn't even
0: sure what the name Mm -hmm. of it was oh yeah
1: (laughs) our is a horrendous know she's so bad oh my god i noticed that um or i i noted that in the next scene after arya's message comes through that's where i put ah oh, that sweet sweet iphone <laughs> uh, that yeah. and he was going to delete the text ma- or the voicemail and then he didn't and then he just let it be and then toby i my next notes for the scene is toby's going to fall no not toby also that didn't seem realistic at all i
0: wrote oh no toby and then i wrote now that's a stunt yeah.
1: <laughs> i like i just i don't feel like it would have fallen the way that it did it in wouldn't the way have, that have they shaped were for that long yeah like the way that oh, they were no. filming it like, and stuff didn't make any sense but it was so had, had he maybe like because you know felt like three if he's people.
0: supposed to be yeah. But if he's supposed to be fixing like the siding, like if he had thrown materials up there and then it was like you know shaking from that, but you know he was just walking and the thing got so wobbly. Yeah. And,
1: well, and he just went up there to take it down. Yeah. So, but that was that was the <laughs> he, the culmination of our A scene from last week where A was like unscrewing things. Yeah. There's, you know, there's um, your your big reveal of what A was doing.
0: And then we get Toby in the hospital.
1: Spencer's reaction on the phone first when she gets the call. It's like, oh, okay, yeah, there's absolutely no way Toby fell like three feet. Like, because he got up there without a ladder. And like, if he would have had to really climb on that scaffolding, it would have fallen on him like before he would have even gotten up there. So obviously he didn't fall that far and it wasn't that far off the ground. She acts like he died. <laughs>
0: My note for that thing was that Addie would have something to say about Spencer's, like, reaction when she was just goes, no. <laughs> it was so over the top. And then I love when she's in the hospital, she's like, I didn't even know, like, no one told me if you were okay or yeah, anything. <laughs> like,
1: she, like... <laughs> she reacts poorly to Allie disappearing, and then she's over dramatic because Toby fell off some stuff.
0: But it's also, like, you can see straight from your bedroom window what he's been working on. You know he did not fall that far. (laughs) And it's like, yeah, he could have, like, fallen on his head or something and, like, really been injured. But also, if someone calls Spencer to say that Toby's in the hospital... The least you could say is he has a broken arm. Like, you don't have to be like, Toby's in the hospital, also, rush over here, click. <laughs>
1: who called Spencer that Toby was in the hospital?
0: Because
1: his parents aren't like, there. Like, the hospital <laughs> wouldn't have called him, uh, Called her.
0: That's true. No, they wouldn't have. Unless Ren was like, hey, baby girl, let me call you up.
1: Maybe Ren called her. I, I wouldn't put it past him to break HIPAA like that.
0: Yeah, especially because he knows the personal relationship Spencer has with him.
1: Also, because he straight up was like, I made out with Spencer while I was engaged to Melissa. Uh,
0: The way he brought that up, he was like, when he came in and she's like, oh, this was Melissa's boyfriend. He's like, actually her fiance, but something got in the the way.
1: way, And then then you see Toby's
0: reaction. And again, it's like, Toby's not dumb. He picked up on that
1: um i my notes were of course ren is his fucking doctor what a fucking <laughs> dick
0: um and then oh i don't know why i wrote i can't remember the next scene but it clearly has in it. and so i wrote why is Arya being so oblivious
1: so they still think uh, my next note was um uh, they still think that it's jenna oh so they were they must have been talking about jenna got a new helper because oh that's what it was the next scene, they're talking about the fact that Toby's in the hospital, and she like tells Arya about what happened, and they talk about like it must still be Jenna, yes, but Garrett couldn't have done it because they broke up, so she must have another yep. helper, yes. That's what okay. the scene
0: was, and then um,
1: and then Jenna's just in Toby's and house I sort of just really I was like weirdo. Jenna,
0: go away, <laughs> and yeah. and then she I just wrote goes,
1: this was this was the like very manipulative abusive right like.
0: like she's just been very manipulative this whole time before and after her accident so it's
1: clearly part of who she is but yeah so jenna's like creepy and manipulative and weird and like you were never supposed to go back and why are you talking to these girls and then, and then, and then like and then, she was like you weren't supposed to be there and i'm like
0: Okay, well then, who was a targeting? Because clearly, he's the only one doing the scaffolding work.
1: Yeah, he was doing the work, and it was his scaffolding that he went back to take down. So, doesn't make any sense. And it's not like, like, it's not like he was going there to be with Spencer. He was doing a job that he was being paid mm-hmm. for. Um, that he apparently got fired from, which I feel like could be a some kind of lawsuit because wrongful termination but i guess it depends if he's an independent contractor it depends on the contract signed and whatnot
0: it also uh uh, spencer's parents are dirty lawyers so they figure out a way to sue his butt them's is the facts he could um i mean he could sue them for getting injured on their property anyway yeah there's that's a
1: that's a homeowner's claim right there
0: oh then hannah and Caleb and Oh my god, she's so dramatic, throwing that darn flash drive into the blender. In the fucking blender! That was my favorite thing I've ever seen in my entire life.
1: It was like such a Hannah thing to do. Later in the episode, why did she throw the blender in the trash? Because it was broken. That would not have destroyed the blender. You a, don't know how hard that- can handle the flash
0: drive. I don't think so. I don't think so.
1: Have you ever watched Will It Blend? No. He blends all kinds of shit. He blended a whole iPhone. Did it
0: work? No, he didn't. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh my God. Look up the Will It Blend guy. It's it, the blender that he uses. The point is, it's like a Vitamix blender or something. So it's super powerful, but he blends all kinds of shit. And my favorite one was he blended a bunch of action figures. And one of them was a Chuck Norris action figure. And then he like flips the blender over and shows the like powder of whatever he blended. And then the Chuck Norris action figure was sitting on top of the pile of powder. So Chuck Norris does not blend.
0: <laughs> Good to know.
1: This was like a big thing like early. This was like early YouTube. Wow. Wow. But I just thought it was
0: Hannah being dramatic, of like I need to get rid of all of this, so I would throw out the yeah
1: the the flash drive touched the blender, and maybe A could figure it out, so the blender goes. <laughs> she didn't in the even trash. hide it that well. <laughs> no, um, I also think it's very interesting that Jenna just back in the hospital room for a second noted that um something about Toby being haunted, and I know something about that, and it's like bitch, you're haunting Toby, like leave mm-hmm. him alone. So, just interesting choice of. I liked, I did like when Hannah, Uh,
0: when Caleb was like pressing for more information. I liked how she said, I'm afraid for you. And I'm like, that's like the first honest thing you've said. Like, uh, Mm -hmm. I'm afraid for you too. Uh, Also, because Toby's the same. Caleb's
1: reaction. Caleb's reaction when she puts the thing in the blender and turns it on. I worked on it for hours. I mean, I would have been pissed too. It was just so good. I would have been pissed. I would have been so mad, but it was just, it was perfect. Um, and then Emily and Jenna get in a little confrontation, and she just happens to know that Spencer's right there.
0: Mm, I love of course she it.
1: does. That's her specialty. But... Uh, and then Emily says something like, "I'm gonna take that stick and whatever," and she like try- or she gets cut off by Jenna, who's like, "Watch it." Um. Oh, and then Ella asks Aria about Spencer, which I thought was nice.
0: I thought it was a little strange that she didn't ask first if Toby was okay.
1: <laughs> like Toby yeah. was yeah. the one blood injured.
0: S- I get where, but Spencer's the know, friend, not Toby. But st- it
1: was like he's the one that actually
0: fell and got hurt
1: (laughs) yeah well also i'm wondering too if she asked it that way because spencer was at school when she got the call so then like ella would have seen spencer reacting to getting that dramatic phone call Uh, maybe um but yeah you're right it is weird that she wasn't like uh is toby okay Uh, but then they go to Philly for their date I also thought it was weird that Ella says your father is insisting on closer supervision and then like backtracks kind of and is like so am I
0: yeah I thought that was a weird way to phrase it yep
1: interesting choice Um, also Toby's name is written on the thing outside his hospital room that's unusual Yeah, I don't know if they do that anymore. Um, I don't know if
0: they did that then. No, they did do that, but they, not for, like... It depends on the hospital, I guess. And how long your stay is, too. Well, you know what? No, they, I think they, because, like, when I was in the hospital, they had, um, it was like little whiteboard things with the room number and then a whiteboard spot, so you could put the name on it, because the nurses have to come in and make sure, you know, they're administering everything to the right
1: patient. Um, all of my hospital stays though have been there's like a big whiteboard in the room like across from the bed. And they write your they write your name on there with like the pain scale and stuff. Like there's like a bunch of stuff. And like when I just had Dylan same thing at Kaiser, um, it's like your name, the baby's name, uh like whatever other information needed to be up there. So it's weird that like it was outside the room because that's one of those things where like the anonymity of like keeping all the information in the room that's, where the patient uh, is. I but... mean, anytime
0: I visited my grandparents in the hospital, their names were always on the door. If it was like a, you know, more than a one day stay, they always had it on the outside. That makes of sense. The door.
1: That makes sense. Um, and then Spencer asks Emily to do. But the wait, oh wait, sorry, because
0: I'm really gonna add in. Think how like awkward or uncomfortable that would be if you just walk in to check the board to make sure you're in the right room. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you just start talking to the patient and then you look at the board and you're like, oh, this is not the right person. Right. I didn't like that Uh, Spencer made Emily lie to Toby.
1: Yeah, I don't like, I don't like that. I mean, it was kind of a half truth. But my big question was, when was the last time that Spencer and Wren kissed? When she ran away
0: dramatically from him like crying and ren was holding the coffee because then ren drove her home
1: yeah she went to go visit him in philly and he kissed her so that was so that was before they found ian's body right no i think it was before ian even went missing
0: i don't think i thought that was it was like it was like right after it was like it has not been long it has been too long for it to have mattered anymore in my opinion i don't i don't know this was pretty i thought it was because it was the same it was the same time with the dolls the episode with the three dolls where it was like oh then that wasn't
1: that wasn't the time that kelly's talking about that's the time i'm talking about because that's their last time they kissed though
0: that's what we're talking about
1: Okay. The time that we that Kelly and I were thinking of was when Spencer after Melissa and Ren broke up, Spencer went to visit oh, him god, in Philly. Oh god, no, that was so long her. ago. Okay. So there was there was another yeah. kiss more recently. Okay. No, but what happened
0: was cuz she was with Toby in the car and like breaking it off with him and she's like and then she ran away crying and then was like on the ground and then Ren's there holding coffee. And he's like, Oh, want me to drive you home? And then they kissed at her house. Like that's very oh, you recent. Right. Okay. I forgot
1: about so it was that like one. right after they broke up. Okay. That's what I couldn't remember is I was like, it doesn't seem like it was recent enough to be relevant, but if it like, if it was right after, oh, yeah, it was
0: pr- because I think it, whatever episode, the three dolls were in, I'm pretty sure that's
1: it. Um, I think it's interesting that she's willing to sacrifice Ren to A, but not Toby.
0: (laughs) I mean, that makes sense. Ren kind of sucks. Yeah. Yeah, Spence, uh, episode 12 is is the one. I'm pretty sure.
1: Okay. Okay. I believe you. Um, I just couldn't, I couldn't remember how recently it was, uh, so I don't like that Emily did what Spencer asked, but like, I respect the way that she did it. Um, I think Emily handled it well for like the hand that she was dealt as. It oh yeah. But- uh, I like, I like the line that she says. She says something to the effect of like, she met a guy and it was wrong. And she still has feelings for him and it's still wrong. And just the implication of like, I did, like I hooked up with this guy in some capacity and it was just making out with him. And then I did it again. Yeah, it was,
0: it was interesting, but I still felt bad for Emily and Toby. I liked what Toby said when he approached Ren about it. He said... Like, you should leave. My left arm is broken, but my right one is fine. Yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> I loved yep.
0: it. It was vaguely threatening. So, Em's,
1: like, like, breaking up with Toby, and then we cut to Aria in that really cute jacket. And, and Aria um, driving to Philadelphia for pizza. <laughs> yeah, and Holden uh, and her outside the pizza
0: And then I love place. how quickly Holden bounces. I was like, listen... If you're sneaking away from your parents, you gotta give
1: it at least like five to ten minutes. You don't give it At least walk in the fucking restaurant. Like what if Ella flipped a Yui really and quick? I'm sure she would have. <laughs> yeah. Um also Holden was, I think, respectfully <laughs> like declining the fact that he's gay. Um, like I appreciated that he wasn't like, ew, no, what? And like, gay? Yeah, he was just kind of like, "Oh yeah," it's like, "That's you know they're cool, wrong, but no, yeah." Like I get that your friends think that, but that's not right. He
0: didn't make a he didn't make a big deal out of it mm-hmm.
1: as if it was like something negative, right? And whatever Holden is doing is important to him, and so he wants to make sure that Arya's thing is important to her,
0: and then. We've got, um,
1: and then Fitz gives the kid a B because his love life sucks. Yeah, he's not really a good teacher.
0: And then I like how he's like, I'll reread it. Let me, let me re examine. I
1: think that kid's story sounds super interesting, and I would love to read that.
0: Uh, I'd be hella pissed if that
1: happened. (laughs) Like, oh, I'd be, I'd be so mad, but I think that it would be a very good, dramatic short story or whatever it was to read. Um,
0: let's see.
1: So. Oh, um, I also, I did some research because I really liked the quote that the toddler college student says to Fitz, trying to give him some kind of good advice. Be bold. The mighty forces will come to your yep. aid. Um. So I looked it up because he says, I don't know who said it. It was Uh, It was a quote by Basil King, a British author, who started writing after retiring from the clergy due to loss of eyesight from a thyroid disease. Mm. Um, But apparently the quote was used in Almost Famous. Mm -hmm. And in that movie, it was attributed to... um, Oh, I'm going to forget how to pronounce this. It was like Gauté... It's G O E T H E. He was a German poet, playwright, novelist, scientist, statesman, theater director, and critic. Um, so, like, apparently, it was attributed to to this German creative, um, but it was actually it was actually by this British guy, Basil King. And I really enjoyed the quote and the like kind of bit of advice that it offered. Um, yeah, and. I don't like that he was giving it to Fitz. Like, he didn't know that giving that advice to Fitz was encouraging Fitz to go make out with a child. But I like the bit of advice just as general Mm -hmm. life advice.
0: In most scenarios, it's good advice. Yes. In this one, it was very bad.
1: Also, this was where I made the argument that um, this kind of same as you, like, Holden just, like, ran off as soon as LLF— Aria didn't go that far from the restaurant. It didn't look like to sit on a bench. Like if Ellie, if uh, Ella, if Ellie, if Ella flipped a U turn, pretty sure she would have seen Aria just like sitting there alone. And it's also pretty busy True. down
0: there. So like, mom pulling away and Holden bouncing. Like ten seconds later, mom would have seen that, and Aria bouncing like thirty seconds like, after mom that would have seen that. Same with, yeah. again, my traffic issue where Fitz just stops in the middle of traffic to get out and kiss oh her, and I'm god. like, yo.
1: I was so I was mad. like, no one in Philadelphia would handle uh, that calmly. No oh one. Oh my god, imagine being the person in the car behind him. I would have gotten out and, like, ripped them apart and slapped them both across the face. Like, you gotta do this fucking somewhere else. I ain't got time. It's raining. It's dark. Why I did neither of them have a motherfucking umbrella? It was raining. No one had any umbrellas. I'm pissed. <laughs> also, we got two dramatic rain montages like less than 10 minutes apart. Yeah, that's kind of nice though. It was like a lot of they could have they could have spaced them out a little bit. And then uh Oh, Emily like um when she goes to Spencer and Spencer's like looking out the window all sad, it almost looks like Emily was like delivering Spencer the news that Toby died. Yeah. She was just coming to be like, I did the shit that you asked. Yep. And it's it's almost like like the doctor turning around in the like in the surgery, being like taking his mask down and like shaking his head <laughs> like, Oh, he didn't make it.
0: Uh um, I like the, um, the moment between Hannah's mom and Hannah. It was cute.
1: And I thought Hannah's
0: mom gave good advice, but I was like, Hannah's going to take it the wrong way.
1: Cause Hannah. I think it was hilarious that like Hannah thinks that mom had a good enough secret to keep from dad, but would just tell Hannah what it was.
0: But it's also like, there are, there are little things like that that you don't need Mm -hmm. that if it's only going to do more harm than good, that are small
1: things like You know, not that you're having an affair, but, like... No, but a guy hitting on you and nothing happening from it, that is a perfectly okay, in my opinion, secret to keep from someone if you know it's going to do more harm than you. And it's also,
0: like, as long as it's something that, like, you would be comfortable having kept from you, I think it's okay to keep from your partner. And, again, as long as nothing happens. These are small things. Like, it's not not where Hannah being, like, Oh, okay. Mom kept a secret, so I will never be honest with Kale about anything going on. Mom gave the approval and I was like, Anna, I
1: was
0: like, Anna, you're gonna read into this incorrectly.
1: Yeah, but like both of those secrets were things that were like reasonable to keep from a partner. Like telling the white lie of liking a paint job that he put effort into. And <laughs> I like keeping do that. the secret of like of like I his friend hit on me. I drew the line and told him as if you ever do it again, I'm going to go to Tom. Like that is acceptable because I believe that if that guy would have ever hit on Ashley again, she would have told And also, Um, but that's different than like, Caleb, you need to unencrypt this super locked phone. That looks like (laughs) we hit somebody with a car to get it. And I'm not going to tell you why.
0: And Hannah's going to take it too weird. And then, um, let's see. Oh, Hannah and Mona later on are walking. And Mona's like, I can't wait to have some
1: shots. I'm like, where are these kids going? Yeah, I'm gonna do some shots.
0: Yeah, she's a toddler.
1: I know. Also, I don't fake, fake ID or not, like, you look 16. Mm -hmm. And then,
0: um, uh, then we get that reveal of
1: Jenna and Canole. Jenna and Canole. And it was because, like, Eating dinner together. And Mona says something about a double rebound. Mona had
0: so many, like, reactions. Did you just
1: say Monet? Hey, Mona. It, before Mona. Before, it, the first time, oh, it sounded like you I said did. Monet, but, <laughs> but Mona <laughs> had
0: so many, like, reactions that she was giving on her face in this, like, just very subtle that she's like, devastated but then she's like not and then she's like it was just very interesting to see all the different emotions go over her face
1: yeah she's like playing it off and then hannah walks away and she like allows herself to be sad for a second
0: and um. then- Dumb, horrible but yeah, kiss. Uh,
1: Hannah's jacket's very cute oh, yeah. in the scene too. The like black lace over the creamy thing.
0: I, I know think. we talked uh, about it, but the dumb, horrible kiss with Ezra and oh, Arya yes. happens here. Also,
1: how long did Arya just like chill? There? I'm thinking
0: um, too fucking long. I, I was like, is she yeah. really gonna sit there for three hours hoping he's gonna show up because
1: he's clearly not gonna get there right away. Because going into Philly... Yeah, and it's freezing. It's rainy. She's wearing high heels and a dress, like, under her jacket. She clearly doesn't have pants on. This is not and if it's place a, to just be I'm assuming and it's a Friday
0: night because she's staying out till 11, going into Philadelphia. Like,
1: yeah. that's a freaking
0: hike. Like, Fitz is not going to be there yeah. right away.
1: Yeah, that was a lot of work. Also, how late was Fitz at school, like, talking to this student? Because I'm sorry, none of my professors had office hours after, like, 4 p.m.
0: Yeah. Uh, and then let's see. Um, I like that Caleb confronted Spencer, or sorry, Emily. No, wait, who did he talk to? Spencer and Hannah, right? No, Spencer and Emily. So I like how it's Spencer and Emily. But then I got a little annoyed with Spencer, because she's like, oh, we can't lie to Hannah. And I'm like, you just forced emily to lie on your behalf to lie to toby because you, you yeah. couldn't do it yourself i was like don't yeah i was like don't don't
1: but i did also the the one thing with the ezra scene when he gets out of the car and he says Arya's name it sounded like a dad <laughs> <Aria>? to me <laughs> aria what are you doing like <laughs> could you imagine it did not sound out of the car Arya, yeah <laughs> aria um uh, but I do have to say age difference aside, A Kiss in the Rain is always like it hits a, a soft spot in my heart for romanticness.
0: It's good romantic TV. I love me a cheesy
1: rom-com rain kiss.
0: And the music too like that. again, they really built it this episode. But I was mad.
1: They do a really good they do a really good job of writing a romantic plotline for Aria and Fitz. They do a really bad job choosing Fitz's. Well, age.
0: I think it's like Again, they're writing in the lens of
1: like you're 16, so mm-hmm. I think they capture it in we're, a good way. We're rooting for Aria because she is our uh, protagonist, one of our four protagonists. So they they do a good job from a creative perspective of writing a good. Well, romance. that's what,
0: but it's like they're writing it from her lens, like that age. If they were writing it from like a 26 year old it would probably be a lot creepier in the way it comes off like it just mm-hmm, it would not mm-hmm. be overly like
1: oh would they're like, destined to be together uh, remember um remember in the first season when they go out to the bar and Fitz's college friend is there for mm-hmm. his reading like if they wrote the entirety of Fitz and Arya's relationship from his perspective it would be awful like from this friend that's like Fitz's age it'd be awful uh. Um, also, they make out in the rain, and then they're completely dry as soon as I they're in the car. I got
0: so annoyed. Yeah, that's how cars are I work. got really annoyed in the car, because Ezra's like, this, is this what you want? Like, is this okay? And I'm like, it should not be up, it cannot be up to the kid, if the kid-adult relationship's okay. Like, clearly neither of you are... Smart. Or in a place where you can make that decision. Yeah, like, y'all need to fucking
1: chill. But, you know, it'd
0: be like asking the kid, like, hey, do you think... Are you okay with having dessert instead of dinner? Yeah. Or, <laughs> do you think
1: ice cream is okay for like, dinner? No shit,
0: the kid's gonna pick the wrong... Like, or the unhealthy decision. Yeah.
1: yeah. The other thing I looked up, because I don't ever remember us looking into this, but I was intensely curious. Ian Harding that plays Fitz was born in 86 and Lucy Hale, that's Aria was born in 89. So in reality, one of them is like 34 and one of them is like 32 right now, this second. So like in real life, if they were a couple, this would be so fucking cute and if lucy hale can play a junior in high school then ezra could have easily been like a freshman in college and they could have made this a little bit more okay
0: yeah but then they wouldn't have had the storyline of
1: yeah of mike punching him in the face (laughs) they solely wrote this just so mike could punch someone
0: because toby couldn't get his right hook in there
1: exactly um so then then we go back to Caleb tattling to the girls about Hannah blending the flash drive. Sh- um, so we get the rain in the car and all that. And then it cuts to that. And of course, because he's a shady motherfucker, he made a copy. I mean,
0: I would have too.
1: <laughs> I think that all of the dramatics of that video were worth making a copy because I would have been intensely
0: curious. Well, it's curious. also like, it's not like he's editing this on mute like he's gonna hear everything yeah. and it's
1: clearly yeah. about
0: allison's murder
1: right well and their way of being in love with each other is lying and sm- scheming and sneaking behind each other's backs to like protect each other i was like someone just tell caleb something and then um Arya staring all dreamy-eyed in front of the yep. restaurant and she's a horrendous liar well, where's holden Holden should have fucking texted her. I'm sorry, but if you are gonna do a sneaky together behind your parents' back, he could have been like grabbing yogurt around the corner. If your mom gets there, tell her I went to get dessert. Not, he played it off
0: really well. She did not, however. I like how he's like, "Oh, of course, you know, it was a one block further." Yeah. Just don't stare at your mom. Say you went to the bathroom. Yeah. Say something are you even like, "Yeah, she's anything." Like, uh, uh, like he'll be right there. You could literally be like. Oh, he'll be right here. Like.
1: Oh, yeah, like oh, he should be back in like any minute. Yeah. And then he'd run around the corner with yogurt. And even if mom asked where'd he go. <laughs> he would have been back in enough time. And then, so we find out that Spencer and Emily told Caleb that Jenna's trying to frame them for Allie's murder. Garrett is helping her. Ian's confession is fishy at best. Um. And they that was all that they told him. Uh and then Spencer says, dance, you little bastards. (laughs) And I died. That was very good. Ian's fucking once you're part of the NAT Club, you're always part of the NAT
0: Club. Very fucking dramatic. And then like how Garrett comes for him. When he finds out they're being recorded.
1: Again, I don't understand why these videos are on A's phone all week. I just don't any.
0: get why Ian records everything either.
1: <laughs> like, it's so creepy.
0: Yeah. I'm like, if you're clearly going to be having an inappropriate relationship with a child, why would you film
1: that while you're, like, still dating Melissa? Like, go away. Yeah, that makes no but sense. But he's an and idiot. Toby apparently got released early from the hospital because of
0: good Whatever behavior
1: <laughs> um and then he just like leaves the truck for spencer which i thought was really that was, sad that was very was emotional very uh and then nice. a r nice. a c is four kissing four kissing pictures of the girls and a cuts <laughs> fitz and aria in half and toby and spencer in half and lights them on fire. And my only thought was maybe Arya and Fitz are being sneakier than I thought they were because A thinks they broke up. <laughs> my
0: note was burn Ezra burn. I mean, I loved how like <laughs> the minute A lit that lighter, that picture lit up immediately. I'm like, I'm like, yeah. pictures don't. They like printed it on flash yeah. paper or something. But then of course the other one, like when <sighs> like, he drop or when A drops it in the trash bin, it doesn't like immediately get engulfed in flames like the first one so there's definitely had to have been some coding for that definitely had to be a stunt coordinator there for the or a safety coordinator there for the fire
1: oh yeah uh, what is it in um, the special effects show at Universal they talk about fire stunts and then they light a human being on fire oh, for they also being. light a man on fire at Waterworld I
0: love Waterworld oh. I missed
1: that show Waterworld is legit the best part of Universal Studios in my opinion. I used to go in after my shift um, and watch like the last set of Waterworld when I first started working there. Pretty much like every day, it was great. I don't know why I enjoy it so much. I just
0: I think it's because it's live action, like actual. Yeah, it's so fun. It's so silly.
1: It's the Waterworld like movie. Itself is just so silly and fun. We love Kevin Costner and Birkenstocks.
0: Addie's predictions made during this discussion are that all the parents except for Mama Marin and Ella <laughs> went on vacation together. I guess Byron included. And A has money like money. <laughs> um, next week, the episode, uh, season two, episode eighteen, "A Kiss Before Lying." uh who are the only people that haven't broken up
1: yet emily and maya and caleb and hannah
0: okay maybe caleb
1: and hannah kiss before lying because he's gonna well and technically Ari and Ezra aren't broken up i guess even though yeah I but i feel so. like
0: now they're gonna start being more honest with each other
1: gross <laughs> gross
0: yeah i'm not too sure exactly but i feel like it's gonna be a lover's quarrel okay but boy
1: that's all the secrets we can share today. For all of our updates, or if you just want to say hi, follow us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at podcast.
0: Or you can send us an email at a podcast at gmail.com. Listen to us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or your favorite podcast directory.
1: We'd like to extend our thanks to Tim Buell for the marvelous music.
0: And a thank you to Anne Allen for the amazing artwork.
1: And an extra special thank you to you for
0: listening. Until Until next time, time, bitches. bitches.